Hey everybody, welcome back to Knock It Off, our weekly podcast on all things real life and real time, adulting and motherhood, brought to you by myself, Bethany Bell, and my sister, Kara Wood. Together we are two unqualified and quirky moms, sharing with you our personal stories and observations with the hope that you feel less alone in your plights. This project is named after our father's go-to phrase when we were pushing the bounds of his patience. I'm going to move right into this week's piece. Do you work well under pressure? A story of the Enneagram One witnessing a Christmas miracle. You know that project that has marinated in the back of your mind for months? The one you had a grand idea for? only to hit a stall and backburner it for the foreseeable future? Then a motivational trigger hits and you decide, yes, you are going to do this. It will be done and you shall gift it to the recipient in time for Christmas. Suddenly, there's a new surge of cortisol streaming through your bloodstream as you have now transitioned to, quote, work under pressure, or what many of us relate to as, quote, procrastination. You find yourself humming the tune to do the next right thing from Frozen 2 to lure yourself away from punching your computer in the screen face. You painfully learn, bird by bird, each step in the new process. There may be complicated software tools to tackle, I'm looking at you, Photoshop 2021. As you embarrassingly explore how to create and edit new files in this unknown world, you find yourself relating to the woman in the Barbie movie who jokingly laments, Guys, I can't work out how to use the select tool. Photoshop is just too difficult. I wish there was a strong, brave Ken to help me because I'm just so lost and confused. For the record, the select tool did own me. It's not so shameful to admit we don't know how to do something, is it? It's actually good to challenge our neurons in novice ways. It helps to create new pathways and connections in the old hat hanger. But boy, is it stressful. If you identify with the Enneagram 1 personality, Enneagrams 8 and 9 share this as well, your go-to reaction to emotional triggers is anger. Fury pulsates in your head as you stare at hardware that houses software, wondering why it cannot simply do what you need it to do. How can it be built this incompetently? Personal awareness is key. Slow down, you tell yourself. Take a deep breath in. Good. Now slow, deep breath out. You'll be extra ticked off if you rupture an eye vessel over this. You may have to stand up and simply walk away from the project for a short while. However, time is a ticking. We have now transitioned to the psychological kicking of oneself. Why? Oh, why did you wait until now to begin? You find yourself under the gun on a project you've recently learned you do not have the skill set to complete. You sit back down. Throw a few choice words at a software application program. 
Lament how this is a ridiculous amount of work to learn and you committed before realizing the extent of effort required. Snap at your significant other when they ask you if a kid has soccer that day because they interrupted your thought process about how to strategically back yourself out of this job. Aggressively saute the dinner onions the kids aren't going to eat anyway because the vegetables had it coming. Their odorous fumes when you cut them with poor form were unnecessary. But something in you persists. Morally, you cannot allow technology to defeat you. It's the classic human versus artificial intelligence. And in the staggering year of 2023, you aren't yet ready to throw in the towel. Then the wheels start spinning. Could you have asked AI to do this for you? Dope! But then you'd be that much more defeated for not having figured something out for yourself. You would become the technology dinosaur at the age of 37. Oh, the conundrum of our day and age. If you have a support person for this project, you may reach out with multiple text SOS messages throughout the day. If your support person is the human you are attempting to surprise with this project, and they happen to be the most tech-savvy person in your life, you're out of luck. If your support person is Google, you pray they are sending you the optimal search results. Perhaps, in the middle of all this, your toddler's creepy toy begins giggling on repeat every five minutes, and you can't find it. And every time it happens, you want to drop kick the mysteriously hidden chatterbox out the window. But these are not the actions of a refined person. So you don't do it on the outside, but you sure do think it on the inside. At some point in the process, you begin to sense you are nearing the finish line. A triumphant sigh, you remain calm as you learn how to combine files into one PDF in preparation for uploading the full project to a publishing site, which is the final phase looming in the distance. But you must know, once you gain a smidgen of confidence, an ounce of applause, a teeny tiny chocolate chip morsel of hope, your computer screen will announce an error message. It may be that somehow, some way, your PDF files did not combine into one same size tidy document. Let's forget the fact that you did nothing to change the sizes of the apparently correct files in the first place. You return to breathing again. <clears throat> yes, you can do this. You learn there is a way you can correct the sizing in Adobe. However, this will require you to download the software version of the program. You have been working off their internet-based solution. Okay, you think. You have the time. You can do this. You hit the install button. Close, but no cigar. Now your Apple tells you that version of Adobe is not supported on your current operating system. Now is the time that it is appropriate to break down. Because you see, to begin this endeavor, you attempted to update your operating system. But apparently, your computer model is not compatible with the latest operating system. You learn this after hours upon hours of removing old data, hundreds of random videos of your firstborn's first two years, boy, you were really proud of yourself for making a human, weren't ya? From the device to allow the room to update the system only to be told, no dice. 
It is at this point that the Enneagram One, or frankly any human that has been exposed to this indecency, transitions into a bubbling human volcano nearing eruption any moment. You realize at this juncture how much changes in the world of technology every single day, and how you want no part of it. You want to quit, to sulk away, hide under your comforter, and cry those all-too-familiar tears of failure, known all too well for parents. And maybe you do. Maybe you need that in your moment of despair. But maybe, <clears throat> somehow, some way, someone comes through for you. Somebody that has a downloaded version of Adobe on their up-to-date operating system. Someone that has been through this process before and knows how to tackle your issue. You surrender your documents and resistance and admit your spiritual defeat. At this point, your heart is cracked open into believing that a holiday miracle is possible. You are asking another human being for help with vulnerability as an American. You read an article by Naughty Boltz Weber on Substack about a priest who didn't believe the angel when they said his wife would become pregnant with a child. She thinks it's because his mind was telling him the same old sad story about life and, quote, this is how it will always be. The self-fulfilling prophecy of minimal to no expectation of miraculous things happening to us or around us, so they don't, based on our own behaviors. Despite how this priest thought, something different did happen. He had a son. You think to yourself, what a beautiful reminder of the power of the divine. You let it seep into your reflections for the day as you receive a combined file of the correctly sized PDFs to be uploaded to a publishing site and gasp as you were finally approved to order a proof of your final project. It is to arrive seven days before Christmas. Maybe they will print it correctly, perhaps not. But for now, on this seventh day, you will rest and smile toward your creation with love and appreciation. All right, guys, uh, that is this week's piece. I apologize uh, for my voice audibles. I am recovering from the funk. Uh, I do have one more little bonus track for you. I do. From uh, both Kara and I. This is from our childhood. Our dad once wrote a Christmas special song for us kids when our mother was catching babies on the night shift labor and delivery unit, and we were eating frozen nuggets for dinner. It went something like this to the tune of Walking in a Winter Wonderland. We named it Box of Rocks. Frozen foods are very delicious, even though they aren't nutritious. They come in a box, their heart is rocks, eating frozen foods once again. Eating frozen foods once again. Later on by the fire, someone has one last desire. To get out the box, dish out the rocks, eating frozen foods once again. Eating frozen foods once again. Subscribe 
at knockitoff.substack.com for free so you don't miss a thing.